Each time, we're going to sit down with different people for an informal conversation around the current themes we're having in the New Skins community. This theme is the heart of Christmas. Each time, I'll be in conversation with different people exploring what is at the heart of their Christmas festivities. So grab your festive bells, put on your tinsel, and let's cut ourselves a healthy slice of Christmas joy. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of New Skins Table Talk. Um, I have uh, Sandra Brow with me here. Um, she's on Zoom from, uh, well, uh, not New York, is it? Not yet. Not quite. <laughs> Just a little, little ways away from there, Montclair, yeah. New Jersey, about New Jersey, yeah. uh, 35 minutes from the city. Great. Okay. Wonderful. And do you want to just say something uh, about yourself uh, quickly? Gosh, sure. Um, well, my name's Sandra Brower uh, and uh, I'm Canadian, but I've lived in the UK for 23 years and now find myself just outside of New York uh, following my husband in his job. Uh, but I'm uh, head of academic delivery at Cliff College. Uh, and still, um, graciously, they're allowing me to do that from here. So all good. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess in this day and age, it's, there's a lot of uh, working from home and working from distance. Uh, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. I hear in the UK they're going back to yeah. working from yeah. home, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, so from Monday, we've been asked to work from home again. So we'll change again. Wow. Yeah. So uh, thinking towards Christmas, so we're recording this a couple of weeks before Christmas, um, but this will be, mm -hmm. uh, but as, as you're hearing it, it's just a few days before Christmas. So uh, how yeah. how are your plans progressing? Are you getting on all right with Christmas preparations? Well, you know, interestingly enough, just before we, um, just before we got online here and I, I was waiting for the connection, I, I was uh, looking at some photos and it was reminding me of what was happening this year like last year and the year before yeah. and it went back about 10 years and it was interesting to see like around this time is when the decorating of the house seems to happen for us yeah. and uh and it, it kind of that's just begun here simply because we just received our uh sea freight container so we've been living out of a suitcase for about four months wow um and the boxes just arrived last week so we literally about a day ago finished unpacking the last box um and i and to be honest i haven't really been able to even think about christmas in the usual way because of yeah. just trying to settle a home but 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 i have to say the decorations are out in fact last night as everybody was kind of doing their own thing, I thought I'm going to start putting some of these out. And so the house Great. is looking starting to look festive. It's starting to look <laughs> a lot like Christmas. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is indeed. Wonderful. And um, so this is obviously your first Christmas to be in the kind of New, New, New Jersey, kind of New York yeah. area. It's, it's very, yeah. it's a very iconic area for around Christmas, isn't it? Like, I don't know what it's yeah. like there, but, you know, if we think of it in the UK, um, New York is like a almost a magical place uh, around Christmas. Um, is, is Are you going to plug into any of that? Well, actually, right after we finish recording here, um, we're, it's, a, we're, it's a Friday night. And so we're heading into the city um, because Derek, who my husband, who works in the city, says it's starting to look quite festive there. So we're going to go in and um, find some good, cheap Mexican really good food that and look good. at some of the lights and see what's what's going on in the city but yeah it's starting to get festive and it's interesting here in Montclair where we live um 
the quick turn from uh, Halloween to Christmas. So people <laughs> kind of go all out here with the kind of yard, they call it a yard here, not a garden, uh, yeah. decorations. And, and for Halloween, like massive, you know, yard decorations. And those all came down quite quickly. And then the lights are up. Um, interestingly enough, I've just noticed this, most people here, and I don't know if this is just Montclair or what, but they put up white lights. Mm. So there's hardly any like colored lights, but lots of white lights and lots of wreaths. So people go wreath crazy and not just on the front door, but like every kind of main window has a wreath. Wow. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of wreaths going yeah. on. Um, so, so we'll see what we manage to do. You know, I've got some patio lights I might put up in our porch <laughs> and then hopefully we'll get a Christmas tree this weekend. Wonderful. But yeah, it's starting to look festive. Although I, I have found myself quite nostalgic about some like British Christmas stuff. Oh, like, um, like what? Yeah, I'm trying to put my finger on it. I, I miss seeing holly and right. red berries. Yeah. You know, I, I miss that. Um I miss the the um the kind of full on like how the the chefs come out with all of their, you know, Christmas shows and yeah. you know I don't know. And maybe it's just I found this in politics too moving from Canada to the UK. I think because the UK is so much smaller everything seems a bit closer. So, yeah. you know, no matter where you were in the country, politics seemed a bit closer. Like I lived in Western Canada. And so politics seemed quite far away in the East. Um, and here it's such like a massive country as well. So, you know, I'm sure there, you know, there's the famous chefs around, but like you really knew who they were in the yeah. UK and they all kind of did their thing. And, um, you know, so I kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of missed that and I haven't quite tapped into the equivalent here yet. So, yeah. uh, I think I'll be flicking through my, um, uh some of my cookbooks my nice. my uk christmas cookbooks <laughs> well it's a new it's a new chapter isn't it for you and your family so you're going to be like finding new new traditions new things that you're going to incorporate yeah, sure. into your into how you do christmas so that's that's probably yeah. quite a nice little thing to do after quite a few years of being in the same place to do yeah christmas. yeah for sure yeah, yeah for sure it is yeah yeah um this kind of this week uh we're thinking particularly about christmas uh, and our faith or um, and Christmas in God. Um, so I just wanted to kind of, uh, you, what, so what makes um, Christmas so special for you personally? Because we've talked a lot about family over the last few weeks and, and stuff, but what personally for you, what makes Christmas so special at a time? You know, I was, I was reflecting a little bit about this and I think the most significant thing is, I don't know, maybe the most obvious, but that Christmas came in such a backdoor way, so yeah. kind of unnoticed and, uh, you know, in a back stable somewhere, you know, this, this upside down kind of vision of what the kingdom is, um, is quite striking. And it really kind of, you know, just turns on its head so much of the other side of Christmas yeah you know that you know I have to admit I enjoy it too I enjoy the bling and I enjoy the extravagance and all of that but but actually it really is is a reminder of how God became one of the least of these and and that I think has to shape our faith and shape what it means to be um, a follower of this man yeah (laughs) Our who became man, yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, kids, uh, the, the church I'm involved in here is really, you know, plugged into 
that scene and the kids so our so our church is partnered actually with um one of the uh jewish synagogues down the road and they have an apartment that um houses uh immigrant families who are kind of kind of working their ways towards mm. independent living wow. um so they're having a christmas party there um on sunday so the kids are going to that um and and that that's great they've been involved in some service projects here too yeah. there's a, another church just this church lane all the churches seem to be in one place and uh and this and so they were involved in tony's kitchen and it um it's serving like forty-two thousand meals like a week crazy uh, so there's lots of yeah, it, there's just lots of opportunity to to get involved, but particularly this. So this Christmas party that they're going to, you know, these families that that um, a number of churches are supporting, you know, we'll get an email that says, you know, we need we need a car to drive a family to the dentist or to the YMCA and and help with you know language and things like that. So, you know, it's good to have that kind of. You know that that's where the kind of Christmas me- message I think hits the rubber hits the road really because that's what it's all about. Mm. Um, you know, and there's the, so much of Christmas in that idea of a hey, serving others, but even the idea of um, serving in, immigrant families. Like we, yeah. we sometimes forget about that part of the Christmas story that that Mary and Joseph not only travelled to to Bethlehem, but then you know in this in the kind of years in the, in a few years after when they're talking like fleeing Herod. They really were refugees. immigrants, refugees yeah. in, a, in another country. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's a really a special way to kind of uh, mark Christmas by doing something so, so nice for, the, if, you know, the, the same sort of people, same sort of kind of people in the same sort of situation as, as Jesus and his family yeah, found himself and, in. And what I like about it is it's, they're having a party together. Yeah. And, and I really, I like that. It's not just serving from a distance if that makes sense like i like the actually being involved and sharing things together um you know it it levels it levels all of us you know we're all we're all in the same in the same place um so that's special i'm glad they're involved in that yeah and so are there any um traditions in your family that are kind of really important i know you talked a bit about you know the changing traditions but are there any traditions that are really important to you and your family over this kind of uh, Christmas time? Well, we always, um, you know, we've always gathered, you know, kind of the extended family. And one tradition is is that the, the Christmas story is always read when we sit down to have uh, to have the feast. And and uh, that's really nice. It's I like great. that. Yeah, it's great. And and actually, Derek's mum and dad are 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 coming here. Uh, for Christmas, so so that will happen again. So that's lovely. Wonderful. Um, a, a tradition that that I introduced to Derek's family was we always had a fondue, a Christmas Eve fondue, and then they kind of put that on, and then we and then we actually kind of moved on from that because we lived in Russia for eight months when Leon was first born, and uh, Russian tradition, not necessarily about Christmas, but they have zakuski, which is snacks. So lots of, you know, pickles and meats and cheeses and things like that. Nice. Um, and so that's a tradition when we kind of, when we decorate the tree, we have zakuski. So we kind of get our favorite kind of things that we like and, and kind of have this little feast of snacks um, while, we, while we decorate. And we always, 
a, a tradition. In fact, Christmas doesn't really start. I mean, I know this isn't really faith related at all, but you know, we have to play the uh, Vince Guaraldi, uh, Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown Christmas. You know that that jazz uh, yeah. LP is like that means Christmas. So as soon as that, you know, <laughs> as soon as I hear that playing, it's like okay, Christmas is here. And and on so, a year where you're not moving to another country and waiting for your shipping to happen and all yeah. that, when does Christmas start? Like, well, not before. Like I'm quite. Um, I really like to celebrate Advent. Yeah. So. You know, uh, um, we, we in fact we we made Advent wreaths at our at the church just a couple weeks ago. So we have a really nice one with the, you know the the purple and the pink candles, and so I really want like to pay mind to that yeah. time of waiting. But in some ways, you know, I don't like to push out the Christmas carols too early. I mean, I do, but um, you know that kind of waiting period. You yeah. know, having that Advent calendar and the uh, Advent readings and um, so that that's pretty important, but but you know, so we don't put up the tree too too early, but you know, around this time. So yeah. this, I think we're going to go tomorrow and get a tree. Um, and but but on the other end, Christmas um, it, it it all stays up until Epiphany, so it doesn't come down January first because right. like there are twelve days of Christmas and it ends with the Feast of Epiphany. Yeah. So you See, know, I'm quite like into the liturgical year, <laughs> you know, Advent, Christmas, Epiphany. So you can't get your tree too early, or by the time it, you know you're you're coming to think about taking it down, it's already shed all over your all over your lounge floor. Yeah, no, well, yeah. If I if you had to like choose one kind of essential Christmas movie that you'd have to watch, like yeah, around but, Christmas time for it to really feel like Christmas, what what would it be like for you? As a, yeah, individual. yeah that's a, that's a hard one and probably different people in my family would say something different for me yeah. it's a real toss-up between either the sound of music which is my all-time favorite film uh or and i know that's not really a christmas film but it is kind yeah. of a christmas film and and white christmas i love white christmas right love white christmas love the dancing so for me it's it's those two that have to come out there's a lot of other ones too but for sure those are the, yeah. the special ones <laughs> my uh, husband asked derek that question today because i knew that question would be coming and his of course was die hard so there you go yeah <laughs> it's just popped i've asked this question a few times now and it's popped up quite a few times all right yeah we haven't yeah. had too much debate over whether it really should be a christmas film but it does seem to divide people say yeah um that's and you're Music's quite important for you, isn't it? Like generally, not even just at Christmas time. Music's a big part of your yeah, your, yeah, your, for your sure. life, your your worship, and everything. Um, so, yeah. what is what is like some a piece of music or a band or something that really screams Christmas and that has to kind of be part of your uh, time <laughs> well, for you? Well, yeah, aside from the Charlie Brown, which really is a, yeah, a, oh, yeah, we, and this one, yeah. this one will be like it will be like way off the radar. But it's because it's the thing that takes me right back to Christmas growing up. Yeah. There were a few things that like I just knew this was, you know, these things were part of Christmas. One was this glittery bell that we used to have that you pull the string. And then as the string went up, it would play like jingle bells, some random thing. It was yeah. always on the bedroom door. But the other, but for the other one were the, the Christmas albums, um, these LPs. And one of them is like Ray Conniff Christmas. And I'll tell you, I just, 
I have to find that. And I found it the other year on Spotify. I was so delighted. And it's just like, it's like the cheesiest Christmas album. <laughs> to me, it's just like, oh, I just have to play it because it just reminds me of Christmas growing up. Other than yeah. that, though, you know, uh, gosh, like the more kind of, um, you know, highbrow stuff. Uh, I love Handel's Messiah and I love... Um, I love In the Bleak Midwinter. That's one of my Wonderful. favorites. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a few, you yeah. know. And so this is uh, going to be a really hard question for you because we've already heard uh, how much different cultural influences you have and some of the food that's come along with that. <laughs> um, I wanted, uh, just want to know like, if there's like one thing, uh, one piece of food, because you can't have Christmas dinner because that's just like too big and too iconic. Um, but if there's like one thing, or you can have one part of Christmas dinner if you want, or one thing that you have around Christmas time that really kind of speaks Christmas to you to eat, what would that be? Yeah, well, th this actually is not hard at all because that, this is an easy one. Fine. Every time, every, I mean, I would make these all year round, but they definitely are made at Christmas and I can hardly wait to make a batch because they just say Christmas to me and it's, I've got the best uh, recipe for ginger snaps. But they're not like the they're not hard they're like right, really yeah. soft and they're rolled in sugar so they're like perfect little circles and they're just kind of oh they just kind of melt in your mouth and they're just really quite you know gingery and molasses or what you call it treacle lots of treacle yeah wonderful and back in molasses yeah. land, that's what they call it uh so the, definitely those that those those just say christmas me and they've got all the christmas spices too you know cloves and yeah. cinnamon yeah so yeah absolutely oh and, nice, and nice. you know and, and it's, we use the same recipe to make we every year we do make a gingerbread house um that's so, nice yeah, we've always yeah, thought about doing that never actually done that. yeah that actually is a bit of a tradition i should have said that is a tradition so okay. we definitely we definitely do that and how elaborate do these gingerbread houses? Oh, they, they get, get fairly elaborate. In fact, I used to joke because we did we did it once for one of the kids' school parties. I think that nursery or something. And then from then on, like my kids volunteered, <laughs> like a gingerbread. <laughs> While their parents were getting away, we're you know like sending in some crisps, and some grapes, and we had to come up with like two gingerbread houses a year. <laughs> so you know, but but it was fun. We had fun doing it. The best tip, my best Christmas tip, if you're making a gingerbread house, the best thing to hold them together, because you do need an adult here, if you're listening yeah. and you're a young child, is you just melt sugar in like a big wide uh, frying pan. Nice. So straight up white sugar, melt it, and it'll just melt to like a caramelly, like, and, and you just literally dip the edge in this thing yeah. and it's like liquid cement. It will yeah. just find everything, but it, you know, it will burn you really quite badly. But yeah, that's that, yeah. So yeah, definitely, I, was... <laughs> I usually did that part. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. I definitely, definitely something we'd like to do with our little one when we get. Oh yeah, it's the most yeah. fun. If I had to, if I asked you what was like the one thing that you could describe as the heart of Christmas for you, um, what would it, what would that look like? Um, do you know, I think it's just uh, being together and maybe, that, I mean, maybe that sounds just a bit too obvious, but um, I think maybe particularly, yeah, particularly this year, that's more poignant. I mean, you know, we are having Derek's mom and dad come, which is great. Uh, but, you know, kind of being so far away now from both yeah. sets of family, you, you know, you, you realize 
gosh, you know, what you kind of took for granted. Um, and so, you know, being together is and just spending time together. I love it when, you know, I love it when the kids are home. Yeah. I love it when we break. We like being together. And, you know, so that's that's really special. Yeah. I mean, and, and I've been thinking about it even more this year because my dad this summer um, went into care. Um, and, you know, I've been thinking about him a lot lately and just uh, what, what that's going to mm. be like Christmas for him. And, you know, as, you know, different stages of life and you see that sometimes it's not all possible to be together for a variety yeah. of reasons. So, you know, it's really, it's really special. And, you know, as my kids are, you know, they're, they're not far, Leon's not far from away from leaving home. And, you know, suddenly it'll, it'll start to be, oh, we've got to share with other families and this and that. So, you know, I'm really... Yeah. I'm really conscious of how special it is to just uh, be together and, and, and have time, time, yeah. time together. Yeah. And if there's one thing that would be at the heart of your kind of celebration of uh, and, and kind of um, between Christmas, uh, you, your Christmas and God and your faith, um, what would be the kind of like the heart of that kind of um, aspect of Christmas for you? I, I, I always, one thing I really loved about British Christmas was, you know, the the carols and lessons. I loved yeah. that service. Just it was, you know, amidst all the kind of, you know, frenetic pace and yeah. Christmas getting out of hand, just this time of just a bit of more contemplative, reflective time mm. around some of the, you know, the the great story you know of our faith yeah. and and some really meaningful music um and just the stillness and the candlelight and and just kind of bringing it down to the basics really i think and just the yeah the, just the hope yeah. that is that is in that um and you know and and the hope that begins at this kind of just this you know this forlorn Mm. kind of uh, unexpected place you know like the you know the the verse of what good could come out of nazareth yeah you know um and like this amazing miracle that happens that unbeknownst to so many it kind of bypass with all the you know the bedlam and this it just kind of happens and just to to kind of reflect on mm. that and, and actually and that gives such a hopeful message for us because yeah shows i think that actually where god is often most at work is in the kind of unexpected back room places of our lives yeah um and that greatness can come um from there is is a really hopeful message yeah um that'd be a nice for, question for, now, for all time yeah it'd be a nice question for ask us for all in for us all in our own situation is what good can come of the place mm. that we live in um, yeah yeah for sure what, what good can come yeah yeah and i think that as a christmas message and a christian's fo focus for us as um people of faith or people uh who, who are not um actually that's an, a a really positive message that we can kind of question ourselves about and like what what good can come of me in my own community and my own family mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Sandra, for sharing the heart of your Christmas. It's been really good. And this is our, no, last, this is our last episode talking uh, about Christmas. And we're, we're going to be taking a break now until uh, the new year. 
Um, so, um, yeah, I just want to wish everyone a happy Christmas. And um, thank you. Yeah, thank you, you too. Hi. 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 New Skins is simply a group that offers a space to think and respond. Different people have all kinds of different ways to think about and respond to life, creation, each other, faith, and God. I like to play the cello. I like swimming. I like to explore the outdoors. I like to sing. So we have a space where we can think and respond in ways that we find meaningful. As part of New Skins, we want to say, well, well, welcome. welcome. Just as you are, whatever your background, whatever you feel you have to share. New skins, valuing difference. 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 Difference.